Good evening, this is Late Night Chess Talk, the late night edition, the, uh, the late night edition of Chess Talk. Can you get more breathy? The late night edition. I don't edition. like that. <laughs> is that making your ASMR tingle? Um. Welcome to Chess Talk, episode 157. We play chess and we talk. That's it. I'm Cody. With me is Brittany. It me. Comp trolling. We have Tyler. How do you do? I'm actually comp trolling this time. You're actually. Oh. I'm actually fucking with the levels. Dude. Tyler and I are playing chess in the meantime, and he is gonna go first. I am gonna lose. Here we go. Uh, I figure start off this episode getting right into the movie discussion. We all saw eighth grade. <sighs> Ooh, so, yeah, we did. If you're interested oh in that God. and you don't want spoilers, check the link dump. We're about to get into it right now. Three, two, one. So into it. Spoilers. Um, How okay. much did you cry, Brittany? I <laughs> sobbed for like the last 20 minutes. Okay, when did your sobbing start? Okay, so <laughs> the first time I cried yes. was the night before her day at high school when she was praying for okay, just yeah, one yeah, good yeah. day, because it was just like, oh shit, I've done that. Yeah. So I started oh, crying. Oh my god. Yeah. And then oh. I started crying probably halfway through the like fucking like horror scene of her in the car with the kid. Oh my god. I started like crying for that, and then it really started getting worse when she ran home, and her dad was like comforting her, and yeah. like you couldn't hear what they were saying. And she was like pushing him away at first. Yeah. Yeah. And like. From there until the rest of the movie, I was sobbing. Yeah. It was like, like a campfire scene. It was the most, like, I have sobbed openly in a movie in, oh, well, I don't What know. was that one thing that you said, Britt, in During the Fire? What was the, the one thing? You know, I don't want to... If, if I had a daughter... And she was like me, I would make sad. me sad. Oh my god. Oh I was, like, gasping god. for air. That just... Oh my god. I'm that so is... glad I saw that movie alone. I went... I, I went... For a matinee showing, I like got lunch. You and you went in blind, right? I didn't see any trailers for it. Actually, we went like, in blind. all I all yeah. I knew about it was that Bo Burnham directed a movie, and it was called Eighth Grade. Yep, that's about. <laughs> that's, I knew that's about all I knew. Just Same. based on the movie title, I was like, okay, this is probably a coming of age tale. Yeah, yeah. That, exactly, that was about yeah. it. That's all I knew yeah. about the movie. I was like, yeah, that's that's all I knew too. Mm-hmm. I was honestly surprised Bo Burnham wasn't in it at all, or at least not I'm that glad I noticed. he wasn't. Me yeah. too. I yeah. think I think it really would have. Um, I, I, it would have felt more like gimmicky, but yeah, I think he took like it a, seriously. And it was, like, oh, yeah. it like, wasn't like a vanity project or anything. It no. was very much so like his, it was a so, very serious. Oh, wow. It's I, something that he was very genuine and passionate about. And yeah. I could tell. And I was almost surprised because there were like, there were a couple moments where I was like, oh, okay. I see where kind of like his humor plays in here. Mm-hmm. But like, if you've ever watched his stand-up specials or anything, like they are very out there and almost like very like meta comedy yeah yeah um which this movie really wasn't i i, I would think. say the first like 10 15 minutes were like with the principal when he dabbed after like announcing i don't know if and there was like, the video yeah. where she was like it's gonna be lit yeah and, the, and like, then every time she does it, oh i love yeah. that every time she ended gucci. her moves gucci and i the, mean everything felt not like meta but like yeah. real it was very like just very yeah current. it was very real and current like yeah. even if the jokes are a little outdated like which it's by the way, the currency of this movie was almost what freaked me out the most. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god! Like, because like I feel like sometimes I'm on my phone too much or whatever. Even though I know compared to like most people, I'm not. But yeah. like, I feel like I'm on my phone a lot. But oh mm-hmm. my god! Can you imagine just the mindset that you get trapped in when you like 
have all those like phones and tablets and laptops when you're like in middle school that would have yeah. destroyed me yeah. Oh, yeah i'm so glad that all i had to do in middle school was like play guitar and like well even for you there was like myspace and facebook was my parents thing. wouldn't let me have a myspace man okay um, yeah but... i didn't get one until high school they yeah. were so like, like it was there but it's no myspace for you it's definitely more prevalent i just can't even imagine being no a there's kid so in much time. like pressure now man there's just things i i don't even think of that like you know Mm -hmm. it was enough pressure going to school and being worried about how i presented myself at school without also having to worry about what my like school friends thought of me online outside of school yeah it was i was self-conscious enough to be scared of that Um, i don't know i don't know how a word what i was gonna say it's just a really crazy dynamic that i'm kind of glad that he brought to the because like i think that was a huge problem with the movie like i mean not like it made the movie bad but like it was kind of like a theme a theme like a plot development of the movie is like her social awareness through social media like i think that's a huge issue that teenagers and middle schoolers like face Mm -hmm. part of me was like i don't know how i feel about it being because i sometimes i'm like you know uh if you put in so much current references in a movie like it might come across as dated in a couple years i was like no wait a minute it's only gonna get crazier from here on out like this is the new normal this is Mm -hmm. you know this is what it is even like with the daughter when the mom was like oh you can send her a facebook invite she was like nobody uses yeah (laughs) (laughs) which is so true yeah i just pictured like one day i'll probably like if i ever have a kid i'd want to show her or him this movie everybody gather around the facebook (laughs) well like that joke is gonna be funny because i feel like I don't know how long from now my kid would want to watch this movie and then, like, they'd see this joke and be like, no one uses Instagram anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that this joke movie's is... stupid. That joke's not going to get outdated. It's just going to, like, you you just replace the social media accounts mm-hmm. and it fits. Yeah. Did you guys like the humor in the movie? Yeah. 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 What there was I don't know what you mean. It. it wasn't like a funny movie. Yeah, but just like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It was subtle. I would, yeah, I would barely say it was a comedy. Oh, Which but, is weird. Yeah, because Bo Burnham. Exactly. It. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a comedy. The funniest part to me is like a lot of people were complaining about the outdatedness of the jokes, like the principal dabbing and it's LeBron it, James and LeBron James. <laughs> I like, know that shit was to so me like funny. anything that like the yeah. adult said like was supposed to feel outdated yeah. because parents are always super yeah. behind. Mm-hmm. It is behind. Yeah. I thought the relationship with her and her dad was really oh good, God. too. Was that, so wholesome. He was, he was a fantastic actor. He was amazing. I feel bad that I don't know his name. I looked him Josh up. Josh Hamilton. Josh Hamilton. Yeah, he's he's had, he's had in a, quite a few movies. Yeah. He has a really interesting filmography. And mm-hmm. he, um, I thought he was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I really hope this is, like, really, like, a, a, a big step for him, mm-hmm. um, like, in the film world. Because he, yeah. he did such a good job of playing, like... It was exactly what you'd want to see on this, like, on-screen portrayal of, like, this like dorky kind of... a real really dad. dad. Yeah. Like, yeah. he made stupid dad jokes, and it yeah. wasn't, like, the punchline of the scene. It was, God, you're such a dad. Yeah. Oh, he nailed it. He was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I mean, it, it was a really great, you know, relatively unknown cast, and... Um... I don't think I recognized any of the actors. Well, I mean, it helps that they're all children actors. Yeah. yeah. So... And they actually look like kids. Yeah. Well, I mean, they are kids. I know. <laughs> it's just refreshing. Man, that movie at times legitimately felt like a horror movie. Like, especially the first, um, 
like the first 15, 20 minutes or so when you just like, oh, like you see the kids like stacking the markers or like what's the one kid doing? Like playing with like his braces or something. Yeah, yeah, fixing and, her braces. And just like, oh man, we were so gross when we were kids. And mm-hmm. we were so, and even like um, watching her introduction video just fumbling over her words mm-hmm. constantly like, ah, just Did it, was so... it like a horror movie or just make you uncomfortable you just cringe it, it just made like cringy. It, it was it was scary for me to watch because of how real i felt like that was for me yeah like as like a kid with you know, i had a speech impediment when i was a kid and like mm-hmm. you know just like and, and that led to like a lot you know like i had like you know i had acne and braces mm-hmm. and like you know it's just i just went through the whole you know yeah. ah you know as we all do yeah but it just was like wow i feel like i this is a these are feelings that i haven't even thought about since i was that age you repressed them and it, it was a very it was very effective that and i felt like bo burnham did a really good job of transporting us to that time in our lives yeah when we were just awkward like 13 year olds and yikes man it, it, at times it just made me cringe but like not in a bad way i mean yes in a bad way but <laughs> yeah like i wasn't cringing i was like oh man this movie's bad i was yeah. like God, this is so yeah, real. Which I think is really a, a sign that I'm you got a director that really knows what he's doing. Yeah, I'm amazed that Bill Burnham could invoke these emotions of what like being a teenage girl is like. Dude, how like the whole time I was thinking like he must have a little sister or something. Yeah, there has, he, ha- he has some insider like, there info. There is no way. Oh my! God. I mean, there's always been. I'm not totally surprised that he made a movie like this. Um, there's, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in his stand-up that really hints that he really does think about a lot of, you know, just just the human condition in general. Yep. And you know, he he, you know, for as crass as he comes off as sometimes, like he he really he's putting a lot of thought into what he oh, does. Oh yeah. And I'm really yeah. glad that his first movie kind of represented that side of his personality. Yeah, so. I'm glad it wasn't just like a slapstick movie yeah. or something like that it was that's a, almost what i expected yeah i um, i thought it'd be a little more funny but i'm, I'm glad that it wasn't too. yeah i'm glad it had so much yeah. heart and that's why i think because at first i was like because one of my favorite scenes in the movies and i think this is like gonna be a pretty popular opinion is when she has like the mcdonald's date with what's Game. his name and, oh my god i love that kid and then they start quoting rick and morty yeah at each it other. was just so great and it was just like because i don't know one of one of the moments that made me cry in the movie was when she first called the high school before that all went south when she first called the high school kid and she was like oh wow you know i just can't believe that you know you want to hang out and i was like oh my god that made me cry because i was like i know i I remember that felt like it was like you want to hang out Mm -hmm. and then like at the end it was like i don't know it's it it, kind of relived i was crying during that part too because it was hilarious but it was like i was reliving oh making friends and stuff you know that was like something that like you know, when you're first doing that on your own, it's tough, and it feels really good though what when are you, you kind of. You know, you. I was just gestating. Yeah. Okay. I'm just your being... hand's been like this for like a minute. I'm, I'm just like... being Italian. Anyway, I don't know. I just I really yeah. liked his character, and I think the fact that it wasn't like just a straight up comedy made that moment just so much sweeter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it was like, oh man, this is just really like a silver lining in this kid's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you earned. I'm really. Yeah. I feel like he subverted a lot of tropes. Yeah, like with the... I was going to say one of my favorite scenes is when 
she meets up with the high school girl at like the mall and she's not this super mean person like she's genuinely excited to have her as a friend and she mm-hmm. seems yeah. like a nice person yeah. i was like okay I totally like when they introduced her and she was really sweet at the school i expected yeah. like oh they're gonna hang out and she's, she's gonna, gonna be like, be, like a bitch yeah, she but, like, brought no, her just she... to make fun of her or something yeah like that. Like, no she yeah. genuinely was like i think you're cool i think you're a sweet kid and i want you to like have a good experience because like she probably identifies with her like i yeah. went through this too like it's a totally normal thing and yeah. i don't want her to feel this way for a long time because i probably felt that way too is what she was probably thinking so i'm glad he didn't just stick to the easy yeah but man yeah the scene after that was hard to watch oh it was yeah. horrifying yeah, that was terrifying I'm just, oh, God. the score of the movie i think was excellent too the and score it, was really great and it wasn't written by Bo or performed by Bo or anything like no. that which, which a lot of people were yeah. surprised about because I'm, he's I'm not, a musician he's a good musician mm-hmm. but I'm okay with it. I'm not surprised. I'm like, I'm glad he just focused on the directing and writing and he wasn't yeah. trying to be like this megalomaniac of a movie. He was just yeah. like, yeah. he's not trying to be like Prince or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I don't remember which interview it was, but someone asked him about the score and the way he described it to the composer was that he wanted to sound like Trent Reznor as a 13 year old oh girl. God, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's super fitting. And I yeah. think they it, nailed it if that's what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also kind of reminded me of like, uh, oh man, he's from Devo. He scored Thor. Mark, uh, Mark Mothersberg, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was a pretty good score. Yeah. The theater I saw it in was super loud. Oh, was it? Which yeah. theater? I went to Green Valley Ranch. That's where we went. Yeah. yeah. Man, the sound system was loud. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I also deaf. sat. I also sat closer to the front, so that might be why. Yeah. yeah. We were in the very back. Yeah. Do you guys have any other thoughts? I'm never going to a matinee again. I could go on for hours about it. (laughs) I can't even get a word in, though. What other thoughts did you have then, Britt? I don't know. Like, no major... Yeah, it's your turn. I don't want to, like, get too into it and make it more serious than it needs to be. Yeah, I'm trying not to make it super... I just really, really related to the girl. And it was Even to this day, like, the feelings that she has, like... They never really go away, I feel like. Do you want to grab her and tell her? It's like, no. it doesn't get better. It does get better, but like, her feelings are valid. I don't know. It's just sad. Yeah. I've never related to a character more. And are you, are, are you glad that a movie like this exists now? Yeah. Because yeah. like a lot of these coming of age stories that I had when I was growing up was like, you're the awkward nerdy girl, but you get a makeover and you're better. Or... Yeah, you become like, hot. What, like cool. Grease? I always hated Princess Greece. Diaries. Princess Diaries is the first thing that came to mind. Like, just, I don't know. I didn't have anything that was, like, so honest. And, like, it's okay to be awkward and not comfortable with your body and have these weird quirks. And, like, I was always seen as the quiet one. And But, like, if people got to know me, then they'd know I wasn't. I proved them wrong. Yeah, like, everyone has those thoughts. And yeah. it's really nice to see that this exists. If I ever have a daughter... Required viewing. Yes. Before sixth grade. I think what I really liked about this movie, too, is like just kind of the way that it ended with her talking to her uh, high school self. Mm-hmm. It just kind of put a lot... Of, it just kind of put like things into perspective in the respect that, you know, whatever you're going through right now is like a phase, mm-hmm. and it'll come to pass, and you'll learn from it. I, I think that was a really cool message, because I think that anybody at any point in their life can kind of look at, like, okay, well... You know, uh, maybe maybe this wasn't the greatest, but you know what? I'm gonna learn from it and move on. And yeah, um, like there's gonna um, be a tomorrow. And, like I'm gonna get there eventually. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's still like okay to be you. And mm-hmm. um, it's yeah. cool you know? to see, even though it's fictional, it's cool to see a strong thirteen year old 
learning these things. Yeah. Oh, and I love when she told off the girl at the end. It was so cute yeah. because like she, was she so still awkward. wasn't super yeah. confident. Like she couldn't even look them in but the eye. But like see, she see, was ready. Yeah, she were, was mad. Yeah. There was like <laughs> she planted the seed mm-hmm. of like you're a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was. It, it was, was cool. Nice. It I'm was glad a, it that was, yeah. they also made it seem like she was running after her crush, but. It was like, nope. Yeah. She got more important things that to do. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. I really liked that. I mm-hmm. thought that was a really yeah, cool... God. Yeah. I thought the whole crush kid Aiden, is that his name? Yeah. That whole storyline was so funny to me that he was really just some yeah. like fucking 13-year-old a punk. fuck boy. Just yeah. a huge fuck boy. <laughs> like, so accurate to like the popular middle school boys Yeah, I mean, did you I expect remember? anything different? As soon as she like started like the one scene where she saw him, I was like, okay, so he's gonna be just the worst kid imaginable. Yeah, this kid is just gonna be yeah. <laughs> it was just a very accurate portrayal. Check of guys, I remember. What? You're in check. What do you mean I'm in check? I'll put you in check, buddy. Bishop to king. How? Oh, yeah. So yeah. What do you mean? How? You can't go sideways that way. <laughs> That's how bishops work. No. <laughs> I do want to say also. Sorry, I've seen a lot of people. Not a lot of people, but some people complain about, like, technical aspects of this movie. Really? And, like, it having, like, a lack of a color palette, which to me... I would me, disagree. I want to dispute that because I think you the way... You hear that YMS? Yeah, basically. <laughs> he was, like, he's not the only one that said anything. Oh, anyway, okay. just the way that it was shot and the way that it didn't have, like, this color palette was felt more real to me. And, like, yeah. that was the point to me. Yeah, why would it have a color palette? Because it's supposed to be artsy. Because every indie movie has to be this huge. Uh, But to me, it was almost like this was a type of movie where uh, I think think the fact that she had these videos really brought this point home. It's almost like a video where you're like, or I'm sorry, it's almost like a movie where you're rewinding your old camcorder and watching Mm -hmm. your home movies. It just felt like a real, like they felt like real people. I wouldn't, I mean, I don't disagree that maybe I would have liked to have seen, like, I do appreciate a good color scheme or whatever. But, but not every movie has to be a Wes Anderson yeah. film. I don't think it was a, like, a difficult movie to look at. I, no. I, yeah. I didn't Just, watch it. Thinking, I wanted to dispute yeah. the people that said it was. Um, You're wrong. Your opinions are wrong. And I, think I it, hate I, you. I think it would be a good improvement, but I don't think that it was anything that hindered the movie. No. Yeah, I don't think it detracted from like exactly. the experience. Right. I just wanted to say it. So that's your final thought? Yes. You ready to rate Go it? Go see it, please. A lot of a lot of people I've talked to have compared this to Lady Bird. That, that was my joke. I was because you asked you like, what is this movie? And I was like, Lady Bird twenty eighteen. But, but I've heard people like actually like kind of make that comparison. Thoughts uh, about it didn't that. make me as annoyed as Lady Bird. Like I liked Lady Bird. Yeah. It was Don't a get different coming of age. It was yeah. about yeah. a different like. It was scenario. a more relatable coming of age story to me. See, because I personally found Lady Bird more relatable. Yeah, for see, you, that's yeah, for, yeah. That's your which 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 is why I think movies yeah. like that are beautiful. Like, yeah. Which is why I really like like which is why like maybe I didn't like it as much as Lady Bird, mm-hmm. but like. I would absolutely recommend it to people because, yeah. like, you know, I think it, it falls speaks, in line yeah. like with yeah. all those coming of age stories. There's some, there's one for everyone that yeah. just kind of hits home. Like, I feel like Where's Lady mine? Bird, <laughs> mid nineties, <laughs> mid nineties. That's you, yeah. Cody. Like no, Lady Bird's not. probably more relatable for you because you were more into like the art and the culture and like theater when you were in high school, and like sure. that was kind of maybe the debate you were going through, or yeah, maybe like I, th- I think I, I think that was a big part of it for me. Probably like. A factor into it like where yeah. for me like i didn't have friends in middle school so i felt more relatable i found this movie more relatable that's all what would you rate it me sure um i would out of probably... 10 gucci's 
Ten Gucci. Uh, eight Gucci's. I cringe every time. Oh, my God. But we all did Gucci. stuff like that. We all did. We, yeah. We did. Oh, I yeah. forgot to say, I like how the movie started with her video, and it kind of ended kind of like with her video. But it, yeah, like it was with her with video to herself. Yeah. yeah. Did it, she end the video to herself with Gucci? Yes. N- did she? I can't remember. I can't remember her oh, saying wow. Gucci at the Maybe end. Maybe she didn't. I don't think she did. Okay. I'm almost positive she did. Anyways. I think she might have, but I don't remember. I'm almost positive she did. Yeah, anyway. it was a good, like, brick. Yeah. So you Maybe. give it eight. Gucci's? I would give it eight Gucci's. Eight Gucci's. Okay. I'd give it the same. Eight. Good movie. But. Rhea's going to go for the nine. Watch. Are you going for the ten? Ooh. Is this going to be the second Ooh. ten of the Chessies? What was the first ten? Him with I the, gave uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor a ten. I think oh, that was the first okay. ten that anyone gave out this year. Well, I gave a video game a ten. So yeah. the second ten movie. What did you give? What video game did you give a ten? Hollow Knight. Oh, okay. I gave... Thoroughbreds a nine and a half. I thought you gave it a nine. I gave it a nine and a half. Wow. And you like this better than Thoroughbreds? That's what I'm trying to figure uh, out. Oh, see, like, I think you've had a couple of days. I don't want it to seem like it's all like an emotional response, but like I mean, it's okay. The if fact it is, that it elicited though. such an yeah. emotional response for me makes it a ten out of ten. Yeah, that, that that's like the point of like art, dude. Yeah. Like if it's, it's gonna elicit, to yeah. So. Like the fact that I was like choking on yeah. my own tears Dude, like i i think i think that's kind of the thing about like the rating system that like sometimes i overlook personally i might like a movie on an emotional level but i can step back on like a more technical level and be like oh maybe it wasn't that good mm-hmm. but i always try to go jump back to my more emotional response because i was like movies are art mm-hmm. yeah and art is supposed to make you feel you know things. feel one way or another or make you think about one thing or another mm-hmm. So I don't, don't, it's okay if your emotions get in the way of your rating. I just can't think of anything I didn't like about it. Yeah. So I don't know if I could rate it anything less than that. Look at you. Look at, go see eighth grade. So you just say it. You need to say it. 10 out of 10 10 Gucci's. All right. So there's that. There's the spoilers are over. Have you guys done anything this week you want to talk about? Or do you want to just talk about other topics? What did I I do this week? Worked. I got a haircut. Yeah. And you look great. Thank you. Nice. That's not what I was expecting. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no. It's just, I, I get swampy and it feels so much better. It's your turn, Tyler. It's my turn. Great topic. Do you want to just talk about music really quick, Tyler? Did you listen to um, any of the Chance the Rapper songs or no? Yeah, I did. Okay. What'd you think? I thought they were fine. It didn't. They, I mean, they were, they were just cool little throwaway tracks. Yeah. I hope. I, <laughs> um, I wish it was an EP, but it's fine that it's not. I think what i might need security or something the that was my favorite arthur one yeah that one's a favorite and then workout that was a cool like super repetitive but catchy song that i, I think like i think that's the second most popular um i'm real bad with the titles of these songs workout yeah workout was really cool i really liked i really liked that one uh the other two yeah the other two are just kind of they were like throwaway but yeah i might need security or whatever that one is and then workout i think of the Wallach Cam was fun, and then they were all pretty good songs. They weren't bad, but the other two I feel like kind of yeah. more meshed together. I really liked his last couple projects because there were so many hooks and stuff on them. I feel like these didn't have like the same hooks as. I wonder but if. But he... I thought I think he had some really solid. Like he just had some really solid verses on these songs, which made them really fun to listen to. 
I um, wonder if he's like recording an album right now and he was like, well, these can't really fit on the album. Like they're not the same kind of feel. So he's like, let's just doing the same thing that Gambino is probably doing. Where he's like, well, let's yeah. just put them out there. I don't know. It's so hard to say now. Like yeah, sometimes who yeah. knows with like mixtapes and like, yeah, you put out a song and then you put out an album nine months later and you're yeah. like, oh, by the way, that song is going to be on the album. Yeah, yeah. That's like a, that's like a segue. Like Travis Scott, dude, I don't get we're moving on to Travis Scott. Why is Butterfly Effect on this album? Because it's a great song. Really? You don't why? I just don't know why it's on two albums. It's not on two albums. Butterfly Effect is in on No, it's not on, I don't it's think not it's on, on another album, but it's, it's not like, on Birds of the Trap. You told me it trap. was. I, was it? You told me it was. I thought it's just been out for like two years. It's Butterfly Effect's been out for like at least half a year. Cause, no, because we saw him last August and he, he played, played that song. He played Did Butterfly he? Effect. Yeah. So it's just been out for a long time. <laughs> it's been out for at least a year. But it's because like I cannot change. I like that song though. Because he played that song and like people are getting down to that song. Like sweet like candy yeah. Game. I think we walked in while he was playing yeah. that song. And you he was guys like were screaming late to Travis Scott. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. that's shame. May wow, May it came out in May of, of last year. year. Of yeah. last year. Yeah. Wow, that's older than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, what's funny is that. What I think everybody thought was going to be the lead single from this album was Watch, which had uh, Kanye West and uh, Lil Uzi Vert on it. I think everybody thought that was going to be, because he hit. released that as a single a couple months ago. Yeah. And it's like on the radio and stuff. I thought that was going to be the lead single from the album. It's not. It's nowhere on the album, which is like what I'm saying with Chance the Rapper. You never know. Like sometimes yeah. like you'll re- the, a song will come out and then it'll show up on an album years later. Yeah. But then, like, oh, you, it just—it's just so hard to tell, like, yeah. what's gonna end up where. I was really surprised that Butterfly Effect was on the album, but yeah. I think it made sense on the album. I think it's fine. Like I said, I before we started recording, I listened to this like half at work, half driving in the car, and it was just kind of Britney was saying like they were kind of sounded the same, very similar sounding songs. He's kind of gotten into a rut, I think. Since. <laughs> yeah. Cause uh, I don't know I but that's the thing is that like I really like his sound yeah I really like the producers that he brings in he has a lot of guests on all of his albums yeah which, like, like there is I think one or two songs with Drake ooh, on them yeah the, that back to back feature with, okay like, I couldn't okay. tell if it was one really long song yeah. or if it was just um, that Drake Spotify song doesn't fucking it doesn't say who's featured that Drake song was like one song he's only on one song on the album that I know of unless he's like in the background somewhere on a different song okay um, so it is one song it's one song that's okay. like cut up into like three or four different parts okay I thought I was going crazy. But like right before that, Frank Ocean was on the the song right before, yeah. and then like, isn't the song after the weekend is on or something? Yeah, there's just okay. this is just loaded Jesus. with guests. Yeah, the front like, half I was like, oh my god, these guest it's just vocals loaded yeah. with with different people. Like, yeah, it's insane. But then his albums are always kind of like that. There's like a song that like John Mayer produced, and then like Thundercat plays bass on. Like, it's crazy how many oh, people wow. are on this album. Before like I can actually like rate it, I probably want to give it like a more thorough listen through, yeah. like actually think about it. But I just wanted to you know bring it up because like it did just drop. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I like the sounds. Like the first song, like there's so much like auto tune and just like crazy stuff that's happening. I'm like yeah. this is a cool opener and like I think it's a uh, it grabs you. Yeah. But yeah, I need to listen to it more. But it's just why do they have to make 18 song, 20 song, 25 song albums? It's just. Uh, it's so exhausting. Just give me a nine-song album, please. That's really good. I'd have to listen to the whole thing <laughs> before, before I... you can like downplay it. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's fine. But I just like his sound. I always do. Yeah. I even like. I mean, I I even like him when like arguably he's not as his best. I really liked his last album. Um, I'm not a Travis Scott person, so I can't really okay get into it. But it's cool. It's an album. It's out. Check we'll, it out. we'll probably talk about it more next week. We can move on from music and talk about trailer trailers. Go to the trailer park. I mean, is there anything really to say about Iron Fist? Not really. Yeah, like, I'm let's excited. Just get that out of that the was way. a dumb trailer. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm still. It didn't need to exist. After Luke Cage's first season being so mad to me, and then the second season being such an improvement, whereas like Iron Fist season one, I'm like, it was all right. I'm excited to see what they do for season two. Yeah. That's all. Maybe they just don't want to give too much away. Probably not. Yeah. Um, so the other trailer, Venom. Oh, Venom. You have some thoughts, Brittany. What? So, um, okay, Eddie question. Block. Question. Eddie Let Brock. me get my questions out before I say Before we can All meme. Right. Yes, don't meme and interrupt me. <laughs> Who is producing this? It's Sony. Sony? Okay, because they own the rights still, right? And it's the same guy, I believe, that's been producing Spider-Man since Tobey Maguire... Okay. Days. It's like this this guy, I think it, the former owner of like some toy shop, it was like KB Toys or something like that, bought the rights for a good chunk of like Marvel's intellectual property. When Marvel was selling off. When Marvel was like not doing well and they were just like, here, you you get a film, you get a film to like different studios and stuff. <laughs> no. um, they were well, opening uh, it. Seriously. Like like at one okay. point, just so many different studios on the rights. Okay, so it's Sony basically. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Sony. Okay. And like this, I believe it's the same guy that's been producing Spider-Man for like a minute. Okay. okay. Why does it feel like some shitty DC movie? I wouldn't say it's I think it feels different, at least for me. Like, it seems not as, like, gritty. It just seems that Venom as a character is super edgy and try-hard. And, like, he wants to scare people and he wants to, like, terrify you. And he just he doesn't do a great job of it. So you just think there's kind of a try-hard element to the movie. It feels so, so forced, from yeah. what I can tell. It feels and, forced, like... but at least... I'm not a huge comic book person, but at least from, like, the comments. Like, people are saying, like, that's kind of how Venom is. Like, he tries to mm -hmm. be super scary, and he's, like, over the top. Like, there's an issue uh, back in, like, the 90s when Venom was still kind of, like, new, right? Venom? Yeah. I think I know where you're going with this. He, there's this issue with uh, Mary Jane, and he says, like, I can't remember what he says, but he's, like, Papa's home. Or like some, That's, like, the first, like, dialogue he has in yeah. that comic book run. Yeah. And it's just, like, he's not a smart, well-written character to begin with. It's just he's he's a big buff evil Spider-Man. That's like his whole appeal. Yeah, but he got really popular almost to the point that like he was almost like up there with other heroes. Yeah. And that's why they made up Carnage. Right. Because Carnage was supposed to be like the, the evil. Venom you weren't supposed to like. Yeah. <laughs> because is like, Carnage like the villain? Not in this movie. Okay. M maybe not. No. I'm. You don't think so? After this trailer, like I'll get into it. This trailer tells me everything I need to know about. Yeah, the movie. like I was gonna ask next. Like they kind of give away yeah. the yeah. movie. I know in this. this entire movie now. But you don't think Carnage that is gonna be the end credit scene? That's it. It just seems like a movie right now that like Tom Hardy or sorry Eddie Brock. <laughs> Tom Hardy. Um, I'm a reporter. Like, <laughs> I'm a reporter. He sounds so dumb. He sounds like a child. <laughs> it sounds like he's baby talking the whole time. I really don't know what I he's going for. something really bad. It's really bad. <laughs> and it makes me sad because I love Tom Hardy. Well, Eddie Brock was like kind of a pompous 
Yeah, he's like, a, he's like a pretentious asshole, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, kind of. He doesn't look like a pretentious asshole so, in this. He looks like a really, fucking moron. Yeah. So what do you think this movie's trying to build to? I hope so. I hope the whole movie isn't just like an origin story and that's it where it's like oh Eddie Brock gets infected by the by by the by Venom and then like that's it he has you know he he fights cops or whatever he has an internal struggle and that's it i hope there's some sort of villain there is yeah the indian guy they like yeah the guy that was talking like the voiceovers the whole time and they would pan he's to him he's like the scientist that like yeah, yeah and you see guy. him yeah. As like a Venom type creature at the end yeah. fighting with Venom. Yeah. I was like, why are they showing this? Yeah. Like that's probably some kind that of twist. That went over twist. my head, if I'm being oh. real honest. No, yeah. yeah. We'll it was... watch it again after this and we'll yeah. show it. Yeah. You see the... I think I was laughing too hard every time I've watched this trailer because I just love... The first time I watched this trailer, the part where he has like the guy in the chokehold, and he's like talking about how he's gonna eat his pancreas. I honestly can't understand him when he's I talking. Can't I had to. Anything. I had to go back and like rewatch yeah. it so many times to figure out what exactly he was saying. Yeah. It's like pancreas. <laughs> it's weird. It's so weird. And it's not in like a like. We it's so weird. It's interesting. It's like it's just uncomfortable, and not yeah. in like a cool artsy way. And like a, this is annoying kind of we. way. Yeah. So the movie it's just gonna be. Intro to Eddie Brock while also introing the villain. Uh, it's going to be lame. And then it's going to be the villain doing evil things to make him realize he's a villain. And then Eddie Brock slowly like investigating it. And then he accidentally gets hit by it. And right. then it's going to be the montage right. of him getting the powers. And then the villain sending people to stop him. And then right. they can't. And so the villain's like, I'm going to do this. Send me it. And okay, yeah. the, his guys are like, no, it's not ready. We can't do this yet. And the villain's like, I don't wah, care. Wah, yeah. And then it's going to be the big fight. And that's the movie. And, and the end credit scene is... Carnage. Whatever that is. That's the, that's the entire movie. Yeah. Because this plot has been done so many times. Yeah. Because it's an origin story. I'm still probably going to see it. I'm in all see. honesty dude just... i i think that you're feeding into the system you guys I, I but i love this is gonna be like a movie that i think i genuinely will like just because of like how you're just gonna, it is you're just gonna love the fucking voice of venom i love how he talks and i you know that's tom hardy right doing the venom voice yeah they no just like pitched way. him down. It really? Is? It's yeah. actually Tom Hardy. Yeah. Okay, that's funny. Okay, that's even cooler. <laughs> I uh, I really enjoy <laughs> the Venom voice, and I really I can't wait um, to see you as Venom for Halloween. I'm gonna I'm really contemplating, really considering being Venom this year for Halloween. So there's Venom. Do you guys want to talk about Movie Pass? We can do whatever we want. <laughs> Movie Pass 2018. Dude, <laughs> R.I.P. Did no. you see the update today? They they sent out an update today. Yeah, what is it? Three movies a month. A month. Nine ninety five. No more peak pricing, and theoretically, they're not going to put any more like restrictions on how soon you can see a movie. Yeah, because when I tried to go see Eighth Grade, like the time didn't even show up yeah. on yeah. movie. Pass. It's been fucked. Like it was showing. We could see it at Green Valley, but the earliest we could see it is five twenty for some reason. Even though we were looking at like ten a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. What? Check. That's stupid. I'm not a fan. Um, um, yeah, before they put this out, like if they were gonna raise it to 15 a month and then keep peak pricing and keep like blackouts, I was probably gonna cancel. But with this, like three movies a month, and I was like, that's honestly what we were seeing. Yeah, I was if, thinking. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I think at most we saw four movies in a month, yeah. and even that was like we saw Infinity War a second time. Yeah. So yeah. three movies a month. I'm like, okay, that yeah. That works for me. And if they get rid of peak pricing, I'm like, okay, that's cool too. 
Yeah, and that's the, the most annoying part. Yeah. The, it's like at that point, well, like, it's the, gonna be like paying for a ticket. The fact that we can't even see movies right now is the most annoying yeah, part exactly. about Movie Pass. Yeah. Like we only saw eighth grade for free because you had a gift card. Like otherwise, we were yeah. gonna pay yeah. out of pocket for that. Mm-hmm. I still think it's probably gonna go under. I probably think so. probably I think they just kind of delayed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. It's like. Yeah. We're now at not like the CEO like put out a statement. He's like, we're now like we're not gonna be profitable, but we're yeah. not gonna become bankrupt nearly as quickly. I think mm-hmm. they're gonna get like bought out or they'll just get shut down or something. I I if, think if it lasts till the end of the year, I'll be very excited. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I this that's was what just I'm like duct for. tape in a boat that's already sinking. Yeah. That's hey, all this. As was. long as we get to Oscar season. Exactly. With this that's thing. That's, that's what I want. That's I wanna... why I got this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. ahead here for, you know, art, independent, you know, Oscar Beatty movies mm-hmm. that all come out at the same time. So you think you're going to keep it, both of you? Yeah. If it if they don't change the plan again, because yeah. honestly, at this rate, like, who knows what they'll do in a week. I'm yeah. not even in love with this plan. Like, don't get me wrong. I think it's, like, fine. It's but... better than peak pricing. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's better than peak, peak pricing. And you, even if, you know... Because if I really think about it, yeah, it was rare that I was really seeing more than, like, three movies a month, even yeah. with Movie Pass. Mm-hmm. Just, like, you know, I in, in an ideal world, I would have nothing to do but go see movies all day. <laughs> but, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, by the time, you know, reality sets in, it's like, okay, that's probably not much different from what I was already doing <laughs> with Movie Pass. I feel like the only person that it would really affect that I know of is Nico. Yeah, right. Because that's oh, all man. he does in his free time. He... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, at least he'll get discounted movie tickets. Yeah. However much that is after the first, like, $5 discount. It's supposed to be, like, a $5 discount, right? Up to $5. Up to $5. And in another article, See, I think I it was like a Wall that. Street Journal article, it said 2 to $5 discount. So it's probably, like, first movie ticket you buy after it's mm. 5 and then it's, like, slowly decreasing. If it's not a consistent discount, I'm kind of like... Yeah. But I mean... Eh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess at this point we get what we get, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you cancel. I mean, I'm not going to bite the hand that feeds me. Yeah. <laughs> until they start charging yeah. me. If if yeah. peak pricing comes back on top of the three movies a month, I'll probably cancel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's just not worth it at that point. Yeah. This is a... You know, e- even for $10, that's still a good deal. You know? You're keeping it for now. Yeah, I'm keeping you it You still for got now. our money, Movie Pass. Yeah. For now. Just, man, the last week has been crazy for this oh, yeah. company. And this is like the fourth plan they've yeah. come up with. It's a whirlwind. I think I saw that they were getting rid of the like ticket stub verification. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that too. So people are cool. like, cool, so I can see whatever move I want. Yeah. Anyways. Right, yeah. <laughs> I just can't remember the last time that we've seen a company like this publicly uh, reformat so many times in such a short amount of time. I mean, to me, it's kind of (laughs) cool to see them being very transparent. I think in this scenario, it's almost a negative because of how often they flip flop. Like it'd be, I think it'd be cool if they were transparent, but also consistent. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This this is just them. I'm just used to like an unnamed corporation like <laughs> bullshit they keep feeding the public yeah. and their employees like i get it this seems very like at least we get that there's actually people working on this and genuinely caring about their consumers yeah i get it and trying to do right by them but know that they've dug themselves into a hole yeah. and owning up to it i see what you're saying and i agree yeah like is, it's is refreshing it... even though it's pretty shitty the situation itself i'm just gonna throw the game dude i'm gonna i'm gonna lose do you want to call it? No. Because, I mean, we can call it. We're done with topics. I'm just being moody. Uh, <laughs> okay, wait a minute. What can I do? I can move up. 
All right, I'm going to move up. What's queen's a, protecting it. What the F? What do you mean your queen's protecting it? My queen's protecting it. What are you talking about? Oh! This is fucked up. All right, I'm calling it. I'm calling it. You win, Cody. Wow, spoiler alert. Hey. Cody, don't t- hey, if you don't want a spoiler, turn off your podcast. Cody won. Chess. <laughs> Cody won chess. That's a spoiler. Did the, you dab? What? Episode 157. He dabbed. In the bag. A dab. The dab heard around the world. Hope you enjoyed our spoiler, spoiler eighth grade, and our movie talk, movie pass talk. Uh, go to our website, chesstalk.podbean.com. We have a Twitter, chess underscore talk, with the dog pictures and memes galore. Occasionally. Occasionally galore. That's all I got. What about you guys? Yeah. Tell your dog I said hi. Say hello to your mom. That he's a good boy. Yeah. We're all out of chess and we're all out of talk. Okay, stop. Gucci! <laughs> <laughs>